Good morning, Andy. Good morning. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, the day before Thanksgiving. It's here already. Can you believe it? It's a holiday in itself. You know, it's actually um, one of the biggest bar nights of the year. Really? Yeah, it's uh, either one or two. And uh, restaurants and bars are uh, wondering what it's going to be like because last year it didn't I know. exist. I know. And you, maybe you don't have as many family coming into town as you used to. Um, that was always really the highlight of uh, my year when I was really? 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Oh, yeah. It 18, was 19? 18, 19. Um, you know where we used to go? Now, we, didn't, we're, not, we were not served, but uh, we, we would go to Bollinger's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was a big hot yes, spot. Yes, Bollinger's was like, that, that's, they had legendary night before Thanksgiving parties mm -hmm. and uh, I attended a few of them they were they were excellent there are restaurants and bars that are planning uh, activities tonight the Michigan theater has a uh, big event called the downtown sound with the Jacktown hustlers Wes Meharis Big L code blue Seymour black um, that starts at 7 Grand River Brewery has a party Bella Note featuring fortunate Greg who's that um, I'm uh, not sure. Agma brewing has their soft opening Today. Oh really? Three o'clock. Oh okay. Yep. Interesting. That'll mm -hmm. be that'll be an interesting day for a soft opening. Should mm -hmm. be great. The Roadhouse has the old number seven band tonight. Eddie Crouch in flight at the uh, Eagles in Michigan Center. Uh, the band STD at Shady's Tap Room in Brooklyn. Uh, what? A lot of stuff. Town Bar yeah. will have uh, be having a, a band, and I suggest. Uh, getting to town bar early um they're gonna have a great band there and they'll have some great great specials so it should be fun did you uh you know a lot of people like to go out to dinner and uh you know Maybe you have four. to get out to dinner at like three o'clock <laughs> if uh if you want to get a seat at some of these places you really have the to night before thanksgiving oh yeah brandon really? what's the earliest you've gone out on the night before thanksgiving when you were a young boy early four yeah four three four o'clock who wants to eat the day before Thanksgiving? Well, you have to eat, and then you go out drinking. And, yeah, you got to your system. Oh, I see. Yeah, and you got to have all that booze because you're going to run into people yeah, you haven't yeah, seen. Yeah, have a DD as well. Yes, right. always have a DD, yeah. for sure. I've yeah. been that DD before on Thanksgiving Eve. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Have you um, done your um, grocery shopping for Thanksgiving? Yes, all done. Yeah, all done, because I, I just, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to go in a busy store and, deal with that because I just I'm not good at that it's gonna be insane today today yeah I think so. this is the this is um, I don't know about your mom but my uh, my mom's mom she would go to the she'd probably go to the store on a, a day like today it's an adventure <laughs> uh, <laughs> items that are um, gonna be hard to find um, gravy in jars <clears throat> and uh, whipped cream <laughs> crazy yeah uh, the uh, pandemic is still with us, and yesterday, the uh, Michigan hospitals and Governor Gretchen Whitmer asked the U.S. Department of Defense to provide emergency staff 
for our hospitals. That's how bad it is right now. Uh, Dr. Adnan Makara at Henry Ford said, right now we are at an all-time high. We are treating patients in hallways and in conference rooms. And as far as um, the vaccination, Dr. Makara says this is a pandemic. This surge could have been avoided. Uh, we've got 86% of COVID ICU patients unvaccinated. 89% of those on ventilators unvaccinated. Yeah, I think the more and more people that this happens to, the more and more people, obviously, it's going to reach out and affect family members. But uh, yeah, we're, uh, we're continuing to see the folks that, are, that end up in the hospital unvaccinated. Um, the one thing we need to figure out is how important that booster shot is. And I think mm -hmm. it's probably the most important thing that really anyone can get right now. Did you get your booster shot? I didn't, as you know, <laughs> I tried, I was gonna schedule an appointment on my chart, but there's no, there's no appointments locally. So I will, I'm gonna go to the Center for Family Health. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, yeah, if you're looking on my chart, you, you, you can get an appointment, not locally. Um, you probably have to go to an, an hour or so away, but um, yeah, you can go to Center for Family Health or call the Jackson County Health Department. Yes, and you can do that. Uh, Center for Family Health today, get your uh, booster, or if you haven't get, gotten any, any vaccinations, get them. What did you do last night, Andy? Oh my goodness, last night, a uh, Christmas tradition, we went out to the Nightlights Media Night, and uh, it was fun. I drove uh, you, Mom, my wife Stephanie, and Ella, we had a great time. It was awesome this year. I saw a limousine, apparently. I guess there probably wasn't enough room for the Hollies on that limo. <laughs> um, but we had a great time. Uh, some cool new new displays, and um, I loved it. What was your favorite part? Uh, the JTV exhibit. <laughs> yeah, the JTV <laughs> exhibit is, is wonderful. Um, there's the Dahlenberger's exhibit. That's new. I like the new, um, there's a, a farmyard scene that's new. Yeah, you made a stop so you could get out and take a, a digital photograph of that. <laughs> Some uh, people don't realize that they make everything. Everything. They don't yeah. purchase Yeah, stuff. this is, it. yeah, everything is, is made and uh, it's flawless. It's beautiful. The amount it? of work it takes. That's what you, the whole time you're going through there, you're thinking, oh my gosh, how can I do this? Yeah. Uh, uh, but John's, John Spink. Yeah, John amazing. Spink does it, and uh, he he's a treasure. NASCAR, the new, uh, some NASCAR stuff. Yeah, they had some, uh, some lighted NASCARs on the track, mm -hmm. which was cool this year. 12 Days of Christmas is in uh, a different location, which I think is awesome. And, of course, those tunnel lights, everyone... Everyone loves, yeah. so we had a we had a great time. Did you go, Brandon? Did you go? I did. What was your favorite? Uh, I actually kind of like it was generic with the cherry being thrown. Oh, the ice cherry! Cream. Oh, that was that yeah, that was nice. My son really liked that one. Yeah. Did you um, put your son in the front seat and let him drive? No, he actually stayed in between the grandparents. Oh, nice. Very them. nice. Was there a gray Chevy Lumina that happened to fly by anyone? I did see one that flew by. Yeah, so yeah. that happened to us, and we need to get to the bottom of who was in that Chevy Lumina because mm -hmm. that thing flew by us with its lights off, and it did not look like it was supposed to be there, so we'll get to the bottom mm -hmm. of that. That lights opens for everyone on Thanksgiving night, and will be open every single day right through New Year's Eve.
Uh, the governor, she issued proclamations. Really? You probably wonder what the governor's been doing about the pandemic. No, I don't wonder. I know she's just been relaxing. Today, um, the governor declared that November 27th is Small Business Saturday in Michigan. And she also declared um, Saturday, November 27th as M Day in Michigan, day of the uh, Michigan-Ohio State game. Well, that's nice. Um, those days are like that anyways. So she's it's just official. telling us what we already know. It's official. Uh, Black Friday, you don't do the Black Friday. I really don't. It's hard to differentiate between the night before Thanksgiving, Black Friday, and Thanksgiving because these emails are constantly rolling in. Mm -hmm. um, there's, there's really not a Black Friday anymore. I mean, there is, but you know, you can get it today. Black Friday savings, they're here. Yeah. No, I don't do Black Friday, and I never have. No. I never will. No, I'm not interested in it. But it's also known as Brown Friday. This is, a, I guess, a, a little-known uh, secret in the plumbing industry. Plumbers <laughs> refer to the day after Thanksgiving as Brown Friday. According to Roto-Rooter, um, <laughs> biggest day for plumbing and drainage problems the day after Thanksgiving. Large gatherings, meal prep, kitchen overload. Large. People washing dishes, uh, doing laundry, flushing toilets. Be careful with your sewage system. Be careful. Yes, be careful. Don't anyone, if you have company over, don't. I like to ask, hey, can I use your master bathroom? <laughs> don't. Don't let anyone use your master bathroom. Unless I'm at your house, and then I like to. Uh, Remember when we lived on Kimmel Road, our guests would go to the Potter Center to use the bathroom? That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> but that would have been nice if they, if they did that. So. Uncle Chris hey, did. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've left homes before to go. The, my favorite Thanksgiving story is uh, my friend's dad. He was on a date in New York, <laughs> and it was the first, first time he was meeting his girlfriend's family. And it was this uh, house in New York, a little, you know, small little house. And the master bath or the bathroom was off the dining room. Right off the dining right room. off the dining room, like the table. So like you know, from me to you. Uh, he clogged the toilet. It was overflowing, running in the middle of Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> Thankfully, the bathroom had a window. He jumped out left and never saw her again. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true story. Yeah, yes. so, yeah. true story. Hey, the Lions are uh, going to be on Thanksgiving, and we're, we're not really sure. It's nap time for everybody, but here... <laughs> yeah. So the Lions are going to host the Bears. The Lions' all-time Thanksgiving Day record, 37-42-2. They've lost four straight on Thanksgiving. Since 2004, Brandon, 4-13. and 13. So that's really the, that's really the uh, number. And the, and the four wins came in a row. Um, so, yeah. But it's a great tradition. It's yeah. a great uh, Thanksgiving tradition. Uh, also playing the Raiders. We'll play at the Cowboys at 4.30 and... I think Bill's at Saints. Now, yeah. Do they serve turkey legs on Thanksgiving when you're at the game? To the I don't know. You know, I used to want to want to go to Thanksgiving, the game on Thanksgiving, to get me out of the family Thanksgiving <laughs> things. I thought, hey, let's just go to the game. Then we don't have to do all that nonsense, you know, with the sweaters. So, uh, but no, they don't. I don't think they do. I don't think so. I think to the winning team, you remember the John Madden used to hand out the turkey dinner and, yeah. the, and the turkey leg and all that? So I think they still do a little bit of that, but... No, I think the tailgaters will be uh, making their own turkey <laughs> before the game. Another Thanksgiving tradition is the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. 
and originally started as a Christmas parade, but it really is, it's kind of a Christmas parade, and they have a new, flo a new uh, inflatable, Baby Yoda, hmm. making his first appearance. It's actually uh, Grogu, I hope I'm saying that right, uh, Star Wars fans. Uh, first Star Wars inflatable ever, so it'll be a thrill for all the Star Wars fans. And years ago when they first started with the inflatables, at the end of the parade, they just let them go. And they had um, tags on them with a return to sender address. Really? Yes. <laughs> they just let them go. Now, it's, uh, if you're selected to hold one of the ropes on these floats, it's, it's pretty honor. tall cotton in New York. Have you ever uh, signed up or tried? No. No, either have I. But I'd Mike, love to. Mike Shore did one did he? year. Yeah. Really? A Woody Woodpecker, right? I don't remember what it was. Yeah. One of the oldest... Uh, well, old, oldest balloons. Is the Woody Woodpecker Woody balloon. Woodpecker. Yeah. Woody Woodpecker. That's fun. A lot of fun. Do the, um, one thing my daughter always wants to know when we're watching that, are the singers really singing? No. Oh, okay. It's all lip sync. Okay. Well, I'll make sure to share that with her on uh, Thanksgiving morning when we're watching the parade. We will also be airing our downtown Jackson Christmas parade over the weekend. The, uh, we have a lot of great holiday programming, and that parade will be airing uh, 10 o'clock, I believe, on Thanksgiving morning. But we'll have a program schedule on our website. Uh, this just in, jobless claims plunged to 199,000, the lowest level in more than 50 years. That's the number of first-time claims for unemployment benefits. And that's, lo that's low, so low. we don't it's have low. people filing unemployment right it's now. It's the tightest U.S. labor market in more than half a century. Okay. So wow with all those government benefits fading away, folks getting back into the workforce. Another Good. Thanksgiving uh, tradition is the turkey trot. It's the 17th annual, and that will be at Ellis Sharp Park. And you can still sign up, and you can even just show up the morning of, but they aren't doing registration, so register online ahead of time at ors3series.com, and we'll look forward to um, seeing you there. Yeah, we'll have uh, photos from that. Uh, available online Thanksgiving Day. So real you can flip not. through those. Real or not? Real or not, Should let's we go. do real or not? Yeah, let's do it. All right. It. Weekly uh, edition of real or not. Andy, try to guess if this product is real or not. Holiday Thanksgiving edition. All right, first up, candles, chicken noodle scented <laughs> candle. That's oh. a great idea. Is it real, though, or not? I don't think that's real. Not? No. Clever. Very clever. Not real. Hmm. It smells like, smells like chicken noodle in here. Uh, not chicken fingers, but chicken frienders. Chicken strips shaped like people. Oh, that's good. So if you don't have any friends, you can, <laughs> you can, you can eat, have, eat your friends. That's mm -hmm. probably real. Not real. But it should be. What a great idea. Chicken frienders. Uh, Dr. Fauci, action figure. That's a great idea. Is it real or not? Um, can I get that up on the big board one more time, guys? <laughs> uh, that is real. Correct. $20. It's all. $20. Who, who makes that? Hasbro? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> CDC. Uh, Heinz. Last week we had a Heinz product in a can. Another Heinz product in a can. Holiday beans. <laughs> Baked beans and a rich peppermint sauce for the holidays. Real or not? 
Man. That can't be real. Not real. No. No. Another good idea. Yeah, too crazy. Ikea, everything from Ikea you have to put together, including, you know, they smoke a lot in Sweden. Uh, Ikea, put your cigarette, put your own, roll your own cigarettes. Kit. Oh, Ikea selling those? Ikea. Really? Uh-huh. Uh, that, that, is, that can't be true. Not true. Not true. No. no. But that's a great idea. <laughs> People would buy them. Yeah. I, Ikea is more of a, uh, a more environmentally health conscious company. I don't think they would is have it? Here's one from Jones Soda <laughs> for the holidays. Turkey and gravy soda. Is this real or not? Um, not real. It's real. Oh. Yeah. Actually, it's been out, uh, came out uh, more than a dozen years ago. Really? And it's, been, it's out for a reboot this Thanksgiving. Interesting. And yeah. Oh, it does be, taste like fun. turkey and soda. Jolly Rancher uh, flavored candles. Mm. Cinnamon and watermelon. I, you know, it's, it, we're in the era of just everything is a collaboration between yeah. brands. And this looks, like, this looks like a no-brainer to me. So I'll say it's real. It is. Yeah. 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 Smells delicious. Smells like Jolly Rancher in here. Yeah. Uh, Reese's Ugly Sweater Peanut Butter Cup. Ooh. Christmas Ugly Sweater Season. Reese? Reese's. Reese's doesn't normally insert a lot of color into their product, so I'll say that's not real. It's real. Hmm. And it's hmm. available right now. One of several holiday-themed uh, items from uh, Reese's and Hershey's. Sometimes at the mainstream stores, these are all sold out, but if you go to, like, a... Uh, one of those dollar places, you might be able to get yeah. one. Well, these are going to be hot commodities. Uh, next, we have uh, mm -hmm. Hidden Valley Ranch, Ranch Nog. Oh. Delicious new take on uh, eggnog from Hidden Valley Ranch. Real or not? I'll say real. <laughs> it is real, <laughs> yes. Gross. In fact, you can buy a Hidden Valley Ranch Ranch Nog kit. Really? Online comes complete with the uh, all the ingredients. You just add your own, what is it, buttermilk? I don't know. What do you make eggnog out of? Eggs? Eggs and, and mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh. it does sound. It's like Brandon that. and I have an eggnog story, but we don't have time for it. No, that's true. Sorry. And that's it for real or not holiday edition. Who's on the show today? Great show. We have Dr. Matthew Badke, who's the science chair at Jackson College. He'll join us next, and then later, the Chamber Connection. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning <laughs> show on JTV. With us now is the science chair at Jackson College, Dr. Matthew Badke. Good morning. Good morning. So we're, uh, we're in a little bit of a holiday surge or just a surge in general. Yeah. Um, what do you make of the numbers? I think... Uh, it's a mystery, uh, and I don't think anybody really, you know, can predict where things are going. Mm -hmm. And I think we've seen a lot of guessing, and we've seen a lot of modeling that that suggests, you know, it's on the it's on the downswing now, or you know, and then that's completely wrong. So yeah. um, there's still a lot we don't understand about this virus and how it spreads. 
Um, and it's not as simple as just, oh, when it gets cold out, you know, as much as we want to just have these simple things like, well, it gets cold out and then people are inside. Yeah. And it's a little bit more complicated than that. So we don't fully understand how all this stuff works yet. And so I think people are, are trying to understand it, but um, it's still kind of throwing us for a loop every once in a while. A lot of people thought we were to the point now that the vaccinations are high enough and natural immunity from infection is high enough that you know, there's not a lot of people left to be able to get this, yet there still are you know, a rising number of cases. So it's kind of surprising. Uh, in Israel, the booster's been available for 60 and older since, uh, I believe, midsummer, 16 and up since August. Right. Uh, uh, let's talk a little bit about that booster shot. Is that, that seems to me, just from the outside looking in, that the booster shot, uh, you should have just as much of an urgency to get that as we did trying to get the vaccine when it first rolled out. Well, I think that the, the one thing that doesn't wane over time is the ability to prevent you from getting super sick. And so uh, hospitalizations, that sort of a thing, especially for younger folks, uh, is very, very low. Um, what does seem to wane is your ability to prevent infection. And so uh, people are seeing that after six, eight months roughly, you do have a little bit reduced immunity and a higher uh, chance to be able to pick up the virus. So if you are vaccinated, you're probably not going to get super sick, but then you have the issue of being able to prevent the spread to other people, right? So even if you yourself are not very sick, you still have virus, you still could potentially spread it to somebody else, especially the elderly. The, the data is starting to get pretty clear now even if you are vaccinated, if you are over 80, you still have a, a decent risk there if you pick it up of being hospitalized or potentially dying from it. So that's the concern, I think. And there is some urgency, I agree with you, more so, you know, who are we spreading it to, mm -hmm. right? We're getting together with other folks at the holidays here. If you have elderly people that are gonna be there, even if they're vaccinated, um, the more people that can not be sick and not have any virus, hopefully we prevent anybody else from picking it up then. A friend of mine's uh, newborn had it. Really? Uh, had COVID uh, on the other side of it, but that was the first, um, yeah, uh, under three months. That was the, really? that was, uh, the um, first, first case that I had heard from someone I knew. So that was, that was a little, little scary to hear. Well, we're at 54% uh, vaccination rate in the state of Michigan, which mm -hmm. is below uh, the national average yep. and far below some other states. What would this, where would we be if there, were, if there had been no vaccine? Uh, that's, a, that's, that's an interesting question. I mean, certainly the natural immunity uh, would be higher, uh, but we would have had a lot more cases and we would have had a lot more hospitalizations and a lot more deaths. So I think the one thing that, that the data that I'm looking at is, is very clear on is that vaccination prevents hospitalization and death, particularly in those under 60. Um, I mean, you know, a lot of the states that are monitoring these things aren't even bothering to uh, put a statistic out of how many, of what the death rate is for people under 60 that have been vaccinated because it's so low. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're talking about you know, there's more people that are coming into hospitals because of bicycle accidents than there are from COVID-19 uh, for those people that are vaccinated that are under 60. Right. 
So very low risk for those groups. Um, and so that's, I think, the big difference. We would have had a lot, that population would have seen a lot more cases, a lot more people getting very sick and needing to be hospitalized. How about uh, antibody tests? Uh, again, on the outside looking in, right. folks that have had COVID are most that I've talked to are convinced that they, they're good, you know, for mm -hmm. how long, we don't know. But mm -hmm. how, do you think if we got more antibody tests out that, uh, you know, we could change some of these people's mind possibly on whether or not they should get the vaccine or not? I don't know. Um, I mean, you're talking about the like rapid test, right? Where you, somebody um, gets a result in 15 minutes or well, something. Well, the actual t test for antibodies, like so, oh. so if someone's had it, okay. you know, the, people want to find out if they do have the antibodies. Well, we have all these asymptomatic cases over the right. last 18 months, right. 19 months. Is that something that, you know, I don't know. I don't know, yeah, healthcare-wise, I mean, if that's even something that's available. It is. It absolutely is. Um, I think uh, my understanding would be you, you'd, uh, I think you'd have to te test blood mm -hmm. um, in order to look for that. Uh, but that's certainly something that for other vaccines and other things, we, we certainly have done that. And you could as well. Um, but, you know, you'd have to get some blood drawn and, you know, I, because it's a little more invasive, I don't know if people would be more reluctant, but absolutely that that exists mm -hmm. and it would tell you um, whether you were still protected. Now, again, that's not necessarily, uh, you know, I, I want to try to simplify things as yeah. much as possible. It's not just whether you have antibodies against it that will, means you'll be prevented from getting sick, but it's a good indication that you still have a strong immune response. Mm -hmm. So um, I mean, I, I know that it exists at the same sites that are doing some of these other tests, they're offering that as well. Yeah. So it would be great if more people would do that. I think so many people are just uh, perplexed at the low number of uh, vaccinations. Mm -hmm. the, uh, nearly half the state non unvaccinated. And some say, well, it's, you know, there's political reasons, but when you look at the world, there are other countries right. dealing with the same issue, and there are, you know, areas of unrest where mm -hmm. people are uh, up in arms. And yeah, there's politics in every country. Yeah, right. Uh, right. Uh, as a public, your public, this yeah. is your specialty, public right. health. Right. What well, it's just con it confounds me. What what's your? It confounds me too. Uh, I wish I had a good answer for that. Uh, my only my only speculation is if people have the idea that it's not a big deal and it's not important, then they feel like there's less urgency to, you know, get take something that would prevent that. Um, is the only thing I can I can think of. Uh, but I'm I'm mystified by it too. Um, I really don't understand. Um, you know, the safety profile continues to be really strong. Um, in all groups that seem to be tested. I mean, we have uh, over 100 million doses now that have been administered with very few side effects. Um, and and it, the data is so clear. It prevents hospitalization and death in most groups, especially those under 60. Um, and it really, it works really well and it continues to work, you know, exactly how long, we don't exactly know, but um, for at least six, eight months, maybe longer. Yeah, and uh, you know, there's still you know people. Everyone has the right to do what 
do what they want. One of the uh, excuses is, well, we just don't know what the future is and with that vaccine. Well, right. when you're in the hospital and right. you know, you're probably gonna get some, uh, some treatment that uh, is new as well that you don't, that you don't know, sure. you know what's gonna be down the road. So you really, you know. One thing though I've noticed, uh, people that I know that have been hospitalized or that have had COVID that have been vaccinated Without exception, they say they have said, "I would have been, I could have, I would have been dead, or I would have been on a ventilator, or I would I've, have been I've much sick that. if yeah. I hadn't." So yep. they're they're not saying I got COVID anyway and I got vaccinated. That's not what they're saying. They're saying it would have been a lot worse. I think that's true. Yeah, uh, Dr. Matthew Badke, the chair of the science department at Jackson College, our uh, expert today here on the morning show. More with Matt after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to The Morning Show. We're with Dr. Matthew Badke, who is the science chair at Jackson College and also a virologist and uh, we're talking about the vaccine and treatment. Do you think if, I know there's some treatment on the, on the, on the horizon from some of these drug companies. Do you think if uh, folks are able to swallow a pill, it'll be a little bit easier than going and getting a vaccine? I do think that's gonna make a big difference. Um, and the, the Pfizer drug that they just announced results on a couple weeks ago, I think people are pretty excited about because most drugs that we have and most treatments that we have up until now are for people that are really sick. Mm -hmm. um, so like if you require oxygen, if you're in the hospital, we do have a few drugs that seem to work. But we don't really have anything for those people that are, have more mild symptoms um, that maybe don't require hospitalization, but you know, are super sick for a week and you know, lay in bed and we don't really have anything for those people. And these drugs, would be something that are designed for folks with more mild symptoms. They seem to uh, do a really good job of cutting down on number of virus in the body and cut down on those symptoms much quicker than normal. And so I think, I think there will be really strong demand. I mean, you could imagine we get to a point where this is something that either from a prescription or maybe over the counter, you know, that people just have this mm -hmm. stuff at their house, kind of like a you know tr uh, medicine you'd have to to take for when you got a cold or flu mm -hmm. or something like that, um, and you could really cut down on transmission and hopefully uh, kind of nip it in the bud before you've had a chance to spread it to other people. But this, uh, if and when it's available, it's under emergency use authorization, though, isn't it? Just like the the vaccine. Right. So uh, the way that the way that this works is there's simply not the time to do that full process. Mm -hmm. If I, I can't remember exactly, but it wasn't that long ago that Pfizer's uh, vaccine got the full approval. Right. And so it took months and months after the initial emergency authorization to get that because there's a lot more that goes into that process. The FDA needs to see a lot more. And so the idea is do the emergency approval, get it out there so it's available, and then you can go back and fill in and get that more complete data set 
to the FDA and give them a chance to do uh, additional review. But I mean, there is a, a, a lot of review that goes in before that emergency authorization. It's not like they're just like, yeah, let's just put it out there and then we'll actually see if it works later. Mm -hmm. not, it doesn't really work like that. Mm -hmm. But it's just a more complete process, a more detailed, lengthy process that they would go through then. Do you uh, worry that if there is a, a pill that um, cures COVID that would lessen the, the vaccination rate even further? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it would have a huge difference because I think that the people that are interested in getting vaccinated would probably continue to want to do that. Um, I think you're looking at for that population of unvaccinated people. Again, I mean, if we look at, you know, how crowded the ICUs are right now, if a lot of those people could be taking a medication that prevents them from even getting there, I think it could make a big difference. I think if people could see. Um, the ER and the uh, the, the pick center, the, the sixth floor, or the pick yeah. center. Uh, if yeah. You w if you could see it, yeah. you wouldn't believe it. Yeah. And it would ch I think it would change a lot of minds about whether to get vaccinated or not. If you yeah. Could see it. Yeah. How yeah. about uh, you know? Is the path really? And we haven't seen this yet. The path, in, in my opinion, should be these family doctors and pediatricians having having whatever stock they need from the federal government. That's that's got to be the easiest place um, right. to get these vaccinations out. Yeah, I was I was impressed. My six-year-old, um, within a week after it was approved for the five to eleven, um, the, the we're in uh, Dexter and the Dexter schools did a vaccination clinic okay. with that with that group. And I think there were like six hundred and fifty kids that's that they got vaccinated. Um, and I was really impressed that they were able to get the supplies and get everything that quickly put together. Um, but I think that's a, a big one. I mean, because they just had the kids come, they pulled them out of their class yeah. for 15 minutes or whatever. They went, they got it, and then they went back. Um, a lot easier than having to set up an appointment with your yeah. doctor or whatever. So absolutely, the, the physicians, the family physicians, they're going to be very important to this process as well. Um, but I think the more, you know, the easier you can make it for folks, I think the more inclined they're going to be to, mm -hmm. to do that. And doctor's offices starting this week are now able to okay. get the vaccine, okay. according to uh, Dr. Katan. Good. Happy uh, Thanksgiving. Favorite Thanksgiving, uh, favorite Thanksgiving uh, menu item for you? Oh, you know, I just love that, that whole plate, just kind of eating it all together, putting the, the stuffing and mashed potatoes. And uh, it, it's... You know, we were just saying, I was talking to my wife the other night, you know, it's the same stuff. We want the same thing every year. Don't yeah. ever change it. Don't give me something different. <laughs> yeah. I want the same thing I've had for the last 20 years. Awesome. So. Well, have a great Thanksgiving to Thanks you and you your too. family. Thank you. Dr. Matthew Badkey, Science Chair at Jackson College. The Chamber Connection is next. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. It's time for our Chamber Connection presented by Experience Jackson. And we'd like to invite Kara Curtis and Nick Bardini from Withington Apartments. New chamber members, congratulations Thank and welcome. You. Thank you. Thank you. We're excited to be here. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the
these these are not just your average apartments of average housing area. Talk a little no, bit about it. No, um, Whittington Apartments um, is very luxurious. Um, we're known for our chef's kitchen, our granite countertops, backsplashes, our fine features to bring your lifestyle to our apartments. Yeah, and it's kind of hidden. It's, I stumbled on it's it. It's nice the other day. that it's hidden, though. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it is hidden. No, it's right behind Baker College there on Springport, yeah. but. Once you get inside, it's it's definitely, like she said, luxurious. So I'm continuing to hear more and more about people moving in, talk about how nice it is. Is that yeah. is that kind of what you're hearing as a leasing consultant? Yes. I can say that, you know, bringing the people in, once they see it for the first time, touring the apartments, or even first moving in, right, they're very happy, and that's always what we're looking for is satisfied, yeah. satisfied new residents. These are beautiful places. Thank you. Yeah, we're set back right on in part of the nature, but um, within it, we have a beautiful resident nature trail with cool. a fitness center awesome. um, yeah pet it's friendly too of course yeah i was going to ask about pets cats yeah. and dogs absolutely yes. that's yeah. the number one it is uh, thing, isn't it, it is the number one thing yeah, yeah. i we, do find that it brings in a lot a lot of people we are mm -hmm. suited to everybody's lifestyle and what they like to bring yeah. now kara talk a little bit about uh, the amenities that kind of people are just expecting now and want. So um, you guys have really upped the ante there. So definitely the fitness center. That yeah. Everyone is, you know, exercise as part of everyone's health and their mental lifestyle. Um, their, uh, the, our art and our design that we brought into the kitchen really brings a design. So when you have guests over, you know, the kitchen is, is the entertainment place. Right. Everybody likes to be there. Mm -hmm. um, so we really have made that an open concept. So that way you can entertain, um, the Energy Star appliances are amazing um, to cook with and to use. Um, and then it's down to the fine finishes to the flooring. And um, the it's very much an upscale feel. You never had an apartment that nice? No. <laughs> very nice. Hey, we're pre-leasing. Yeah. <laughs> you know anybody. We are open and pre We know the rental yeah. market is, is crazy right now. Um, you know, renting houses has become really unaffordable for some people. And then what type of house are you going to be able to get into? Or they're just not available. Or they're just not available. Yeah. But, um, you know ready to go here at Withington. We are ready to go. Um, like I said, a lot of people are finding that when they're retiring or in their busy day lifestyle, they don't want to have that upkeep of a house or the yeah. yard. And so we take away that maintenance-free living for them. Mm -hmm. um, we're on site 24 hours um, and we're really looking forward to building our new community. What size apartments do you have? Uh, we have three different floor plans, a so one bedroom, one bath. We have um, a two-bedroom, one-bath, and then a two-bedroom, two-bath. The oh, one, wow. yep. The um, we go from 740 square feet to 950 square feet. Wow. Yeah. We have washer-dryer hookups in the apartments, um, and also we offer a variety of that. Either we do or we don't. Um, choice is yours. We have in-site laundry in every tower. Um, we have common area Wi-Fi um, for our residents, and um, what am I missing? So uh, other, than, other than complimentary, you know, we do have, we go through Xfinity. So if they do want to provide their own services in their sure. apartment, they can go through them. Um, but other than that, like she was talking about, having the fully furnished appliances, right? I, oh, I think that's a huge bonus. Well, you get JTV there too. Yeah, yeah. Right. absolutely. Yeah, yes. definitely. What's it, definitely. Nick, what's it like walking uh, folks around who have been kind of apartment shopping and then they get to your place? So the biggest thing is obviously it's a lot different yeah. than the housing that's around, right? And being brand new, I think, is the biggest thing. Knowing that they're going to be the first individual in these new apartments, right. I think, brings a lot of peace of mind to them. Um, but, you know, it, it's just the 
coming in and seeing the hardwood floors and seeing the granite countertops. It, it's just a different feel. Right, so it's a little exciting. And our team is also committed to providing that extra customer service. When you're walking in the door, it's not you're just not a customer. You're yeah. like, we're trying to treat everybody like their family yeah. because they are. You know, right. this is their home and this is important where they live, and we keep that standard pretty high. How about if I uh, you, you just I just move? I don't have any things with me. What about a furnished apartment? We do offer that. Um, really? Appropriate. Yep, we go through Court Furniture. Um, and there's, you can do it a la carte. You can build your package of what you need um, to be, you know, to offer that. And we have that That's option awesome. too. Yeah. How, many, how many apartments are there? Well, right now we have we'll have 144 with our first phase. Um, exciting news is this month we just um, broke ground for our second phase. Uh, so if you come in toward the back part of the property, it's more part of the back, more of, mm -hmm. more of the nature aspect of it. Very nice. Mm -hmm. And then um, we also have a very large part of our front um, where the next phase will be built. How many so. uh, buildings is the so right now for well right now our first phase has 144. The second phase will have the same. Third phase will okay. also have okay. the cool. same. Yep. Yeah. So 12 buildings total. 12 buildings. Wow. Yep. Very nice. And yeah. and you both live on site. Yeah. Right? I do. Yes. yes. So talk talk a little bit about living there. I mean because yeah yes you're you're both working but you also experience it from uh, your home life as well. Yeah right? definitely. Um, I think the bit, best thing for me, feature wise is the double drywall. In the retaining walls and in the ceilings. Okay. Right. Because you make a lot of noise. I, well, <laughs> I do like to listen to music, you know, early in the morning and whatnot when I'm getting ready. So yeah. it does help. Um, but I think that's the biggest thing, especially in apartment living, right? And yeah. you know, you don't want to hear the episode of your favorite show that your neighbor's watching across the across right. the hall there. So I think that's the best thing for me, knowing that when I op when I go through my door and close it, it's my space. Yeah. Right. And that's I think that's super rare for apartment complexes. Now the, the, the name, uh, Withington, uh, does that have a significance? Um, our company, Management Resources Development, names all of their apartment communities after Civil War um, generals. <clears throat> and so General Withington um, is from the Jackson area, and that's what our community is. I wonder, because we, we have Withington Stadium, yes. Withington Park, yeah, yep. very cool. Yeah, <laughs> and how about your experience living there? Oh, um, I absolutely love where I live. It, it, it's when you come home, um, it is just a place of relaxation and peace. Um, you know, we can have a thunderstorm going off and, and you don't even hear it. <laughs> it's just really a place of um, where you should need to come home to your sanctuary, to your inner peace. and our complex definitely provides that yeah. and everybody we've helped move in so far has been absolutely incredible yeah so the community itself you know just that like she was saying that friendly atmosphere where we want to be like a little family right not like where we're budging into you and trying yeah. to get too far in but helping when, when needed right so nice balconies everything's cool yeah, yeah, yeah. it really is we, we've developed a, a really great um, place to call home yeah. you know it so is. definitely it um, is. You guys aren't. Uh, people. People do not have to settle for the status quo anymore. Do exactly. They? You know, if, if this, if you, this is what you want. Oh, this is what you want. You have it, and it's just a luxurious place to call home. Yeah. How about uh, is there a, a price range? So our apartments start at nine ninety five right now, and um, our two by two, two bedroom, two bath goes up to twelve ten. Oh, wow. So, but starts at eleven forty. Wow. Yeah. Yep. So. That's very affordable. Very, very affordable. Very reasonable. Again, if you're, if you're looking, highly uh, consider because, yeah, there's there's just not a lot of great options out there, um, until until you 
been to Withington. It's awesome. Yes. <laughs> and you guys are uh, already involved in the community. I know uh, we saw you at Jaxpo. You were yes. one of the uh, presenting sponsors of Jaxpo. Yes, this we year. were. Yes, we were. It was great to be part of the community. We're um, Nick and myself are um, really learning the area and getting to know the new businesses on how we can um, grow within the community as well and giving back. We are doing a, a winter coat drive on December 3rd and 4th um, to help out with Jackson uh, community area with the homeless. Um, so anybody who wants to bring donations are welcome to drop it off at our leasing office. Cool. This is your company's uh, first uh, foray into the Jackson market. Yes. It is. Yes, we are brand new to the Jackson yes. area. And so. Well, welcome to Jackson. Thank you. We yes, our, our MRD is um, located out of Lansing, Michigan. Awesome. Yeah. Good so. to see you. Thanks for being here. Thank oh, you. Guys. Thank you for well, we having appreciate us. Appreciate it. Yeah. Absolutely. Very awesome. Our Chamber Connection guest. Our Chamber Connection guest uh, from Withington Apartments. We had Kara Curtis and Nick Bardini from Withington Apartments. Thank you, guys. Have a Thank great you. Thanksgiving. You too. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll be right back to wrap up the show after this break. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. I took a few Benadryl last night. I... Uh, I had a rash all <laughs> over my body. You said you weren't going to talk about that. I decided I would talk about okay. it, but I'm I'm clear now. What's the rash from? I don't know. <laughs> it's from, uh, I think it was from uh, well water mm. or something. Has that ever happened to you? Or maybe we used a, diff a new detergent. I was hideous last night. Wow. Hideous. But my, my wife took care of me. She go to IEP. My wife, uh, I was going to go to IEP had I looked like that uh, this morning, but I don't need to go to IEP. I am all clear. Does it have anything to do with getting a new washer and dryer? No, because nothing had, well, it does. I didn't have a washer <laughs> and dryer, so we were doing laundry out. But oh. um, we do have a new washer and dryer, and well, you know, it's people exciting. Have, there's allergies to uh, laundry detergent. You might have been using a, you know, a off-brand dodge. <laughs> I don't know if that's the case or not, but either way, I'm back. But yeah, it was whew, spooky, Looking very back. spooky, hideous looking, I tell you. <laughs> Thanks for uh, sharing. Mm -hmm. The, uh, you know, Cheetos uh, dust yeah, like the dust. actually has a name. It's Cheetle. Cheetle? Cheetle. Huh. And in Miami, there's this art uh, show called Art Basil. It's a big art world, huge thing. And this year, Cheetos is um, going to be hosting an exhibition featuring art made entirely out of Cheetle. You know, it's interesting, it and Noah just <laughs> mentioned Don Cheetle. I've been on a plane with Don Cheetle. Really? That's the most, yeah, that's the most famous oh. person I've ever oh. uh, traveled with. He is so short and small. Hmm. But, all, uh, all celebrities are. Well, not all, but yeah, he was. So, <laughs> Cheetle. Cheetle. Don che Cheetle. Also, if, if Don right? Cheetle's in a movie, you should watch it. Cheetle with a T. Cheetle. Your Don Cheetle is with a D. No. Cheetle. Cheese dust. Cheetle. All ready for Thanksgiving? I am ready. We are, uh, we are hosting you and mm -hmm. 
my mother and my brother and his family. So we're excited for Thanksgiving with a new baby. Yeah, and you're gonna have fun at the Michigan and Ohio State. Yeah, game. yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Can't wait to uh, be there, watch it, and uh, hopefully there's a win. <laughs> hopefully there's a win. I was there the last time, which was 2013, I think. Oh, long time ago, Brandon. You were just in your 30s. I know. I was in my teens. Crazy. Uh, coming up later today, uh, Matthew Budd uh, will be here from the uh, Health Department. We've also got uh, Mike Shirky, our state senator. Uh, we'll also uh, check in with the folks from St. Hill Crane Vineyards and Rick Walton. Oh. All this afternoon. Thanks for watching. We'll see you later today. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs>